Build that strong hand, people. You know the name of the game of this channel. It is all about building a strong, solid Bitcoin hand, tuning out the noise, getting rid of all the rubbish, seeing the woods through the trees, and learning by proof of work, by the way, why Bitcoin and not crypto. Uh, I am looking at the chat, and I'm guessing there are many people that are actually either at the Bitcoin conference in Miami, or they are watching it. And in fact, I've been watching it since it went live around one o'clock um, my time, UK time, and I've paused it and will continue watching it uh, after the show's finished for the rest of this evening and tomorrow and Sunday. And you know what? It is like the conferences I've been to here in the UK or the events at a weekend events. I literally block the calendar out and I watch them because when you hear the speakers at the Miami conference, people like Michael Saylor, people like um, uh, Nayeb Bukele from El Salvador, as he did a couple of years ago, when you get to listen to people like uh, Robert F. Kennedy, a uh, presidential candidate currently, who is a guest speaker at the Bitcoin conference in Miami, you start to realize why Bitcoin, not crypto. Long-winded intro, but that is why I Bitcoin. That is why I watch the conference. And trust me, people, take some time out and watch the conference. It is awesome. The speakers, the panels today on mining, on innovation with the Lightning Network for payments, etc., was just incredible. And it really gets going again in earnest tomorrow. Um the Bic, if you if you uh, if you go onto YouTube and you you put in the search bar um, Bitcoin Magazine, you'll find it. It comes up live. They're running it, so um, do check out the Bitcoin Conference if you are Bitcoin a Bitcoiner because you will learn so much as I've done over the years. So welcome everyone. If you are somebody finding this channel for the first time, forgive me if you're a regular. I've got to do this stuff. Um, because I'm putting information out there around <clears throat> a financial asset, I must put a disclaimer up. There it is. Whoops, down here. Can never get this right. Uh, read it if you're new. Here, you'll not get financial advice, technical analysis, charts, price predictions, none of it. I'm a regular guy that for six years has been deep down the Bitcoin rabbit hole. I have learned tons and tons. But there's a caveat here. And I've got to say this, and I was talking to my nephew on the phone earlier today. I may have it stored in here, but I wasn't particularly well educated at school. So sometimes whilst it's in here, which makes me feel here, I just know I'm in the right place. Sometimes I can't convey that fluently out of here on a Bitcoin show or get into debates with people. So I know it, but I can't debate it. I don't know if that makes any type of sense at all. That is why I just want to talk, you know, positively about what's going on in the Bitcoin world. Sometimes highlight the negatives as I'm going to have to do to start the show today. And I go live twice a week, every Monday and every Thursday. So why not come and join me? Been doing it for five years now. Uh, you can check out everything I've done since 2018 at ukbitcoinmaster.com. 530-odd videos over there, I believe, already. And then if you want to hone that down and watch the interviews, many of the, the interviews that I've done, these people will be talking live on stage 
at Miami over the coming couple of days. And not only have I met many of them in person and what lovely people, but also I've interviewed them on my show and you can check them out at bitcoininterviews.com. And then finally, if you are on Noster, the alternative to Twitter that won't censor your speech, um, then check me out. Follow me, UK Bitcoin Master at nostaplebs.com. Now, here's the big one, particularly as I lead into the show. Not your keys, not your coins. So many people are confused about how they should store their coins. Is it secure? Is it not secure? What is the best secure way to do it? All I know, if you have any coins, even if it's not Bitcoin, if you have any coins on a custodial wallet, that means they control those keys, not you. How do you disseminate between the two. Hey, Casso, good to see you. I'll give you all a shout out in a minute in the chat. How do you disseminate between those two? Well, it's simple. If it is a non-custodial wallet, i.e. you control it, when you set it up, you will have to write down on paper, not digitally, okay, 12 or 24 words and keep them securely. That is your backup seed. That is your phrase that you can unlock your Bitcoin holdings from anywhere in the world by putting them into certain websites, okay? So keep that in mind. If you boot it up, like I've got Wallet of Satoshi, which is a lightning wallet on my phone, and I keep 20 or 30 quid on it, okay? And that is just for playing around to move lightning around. But if I want any substantial amount, I've got it on Moon Wallet, which I had to write down the seed words for and keep them really, really safe. So that will give you an indicator of where your coins are held. But remember this, if you don't control that wallet, those coins are not yours. They belong to that custodian who can freeze them. They can be hacked and all that sort of stuff. And we'll get into that um, in a moment, uh, or as they say overseas, momentarily. So um, before we get into that, Let's see who we've got in the chat, see who I can give a shout out to. Uh, typical crowd, Bitcoin Meister. Thank you for being with us, Adam. I'm sure you are at the Miami conference at the moment. John G is in the house. Stephen Redding, good to see you. Uh, MW coming in from the Canary Islands. Get in there. Lovely to see you in the house. Elaine, Mrs. UK, uh, my lovely wife is with us. Lance Hoddle, good to see uh, you, Lance. Barefoot Barry coming in from New Zealand. Stacking Richie is in the house. Ellerslie, good to see you. Casso, good to see you in the house as well. Uh, uh, Oh, Rocky Palumbo. Good to see you, Rocky, uh, in the house too. Uh, without further ado, however, Casso, order that cold card. Yeah, no, absolutely. And we'll probably cover that uh, momentarily, uh, Casso. Before we do, let's get on with the show. If you want to get my attention for anything, all you have to do is type in UK Bitcoin Master exactly as it is in my heading, and then a gap in your message, and it will light up for me in bright orange, on a big monitor that I've got right behind the camera I'm looking at right now. So it will be in my eye line and I should see it. Uh, my wife always comes up after the show and says, so-and-so put a message in and you didn't look at it. I've got so much going on here, people. One, two, three, four monitors, plus a phone going down there, plus two sets of keyboards. It's all going on here. So I do my bit. I, I do my best. I'm just a regular dude. So uh, bear with me. Let's go. Uh, Yorkie Bitcoiner, good to see you, sir. Let's go over to the desktop very, very quickly. Uh, that Let's have a look at the price. You'll notice that I am on the log chart of Bitcoin since inception. 
And I love this chart because no matter what is going on day to day, Bitcoin is steadily going up at 20 to 30% over time. And in terms of a logarithmic chart, you can see right there that 27,000 up to 200,000 is not a great jump when you look at the log chart. And that's where I look at. I zoom out. I've already been holding my Bitcoin for six years and it'll be held for at least another four years. So um, I always look at a 10-year time horizon when you invest in something like this and I stack as hard as I can uh, when I can. So right now, the importance of this particular chart is to say that if you've got a dollar kicking around, you can currently get 3,693 sats for a dollar. So if you've got $10, you can get 36,000 sats. And if you've got $100, you can get 360,000 sats. So don't tell me you can't stack a little bit of Bitcoin for the future because everyone can. Give up a cup of coffee, for argument's sake, three and a half quid here in the UK, and that's going to get you, you know, four or five dollars worth of sats just on a cup of coffee alone. It's just that we've all got a bit of money, but where do we choose to deploy that money is what creates um, Bitcoin as the future, wealthy people that escape the financial financial tyranny of the future and uh, those that don't. So let me just get rid of that, if I may. I've got to find the button here. It's down there. If you want to follow me on all my social media platforms, here they are. You can see them all lit up. This is live, but this link is in the show notes right now. This goes up on Rumble. It goes out on BitChute. It goes out on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and more. You can see them all here. Um, there's my Twitter links, my Nostra links, Facebook links. It's all there. And by the way, I've got a Facebook page that is a UK Bitcoin master face page. Facebook page, not my traditional personal Facebook page, which I've pretty well decommissioned. So you could follow me on Bitcoin Facebook if you wanted to. I don't really use it. I just post when my shows are going live. But there's so much good stuff over there. So do pick up that link um, in the show notes. And then last but not least, because this one is racing towards us, if you're in the UK, come and join us on the 22nd and 23rd at the Bitcoin Adventure. A great weekend where you can buy stuff in sats and mingle with other Bitcoiners, listen to some great speakers, have fun with your family around the park. I mean, it's a really, really good price as well. I believe it's about £16.50 uh, per day or weekend pass is 26 25 I think you can even pay for it in Bitcoin um, if you so choose. So there you go. Let me get rid of that. Okay, last but not least, and we'll get right into all of this. Um, if you want to drop me a few sats as a tip to support the show, there's three sats address. If you don't want to do that, and I understand why, support me by buying me a cup of coffee anywhere in the world. There's a QR code. Again, it's not a cup of coffee. It's a tiny donation that is like a cup of coffee. But I don't run the show for any type of donations. This is just for those that think, well, I do want to drop this guy a tip. He puts some good content in, so I'll give him a little bit of love and a little bit of support. So it's for you guys. If you want to drop a tip, there we are. Let's get into this in earnest. Okay, for those of you that are in Bitcoin Twitter, you will be aware of all of this, I'm pretty sure. For those of you that aren't, you probably aren't. And that is this. I'm going to start the show with a tweet. And that is this one. And it says, supply chain attacks are real. Don't buy key management hardware on random classified sites like eBay or even Amazon. What do I mean by that? 
Well, first things first, this is doing the rounds at the moment, and this is the inside gubbings, gubbins of a Trezor hardware device. And I've used Trezor for years to store my Bitcoin, okay? And I would ask you, apart from Rocky Palumbo and probably Casso and a few others, right, the regular person watching this show, could you tell the difference between these two hardware wallets? And the message is clear the one on the right has been tampered with. And these are doing the rounds at the moment, and I'm gobsmacked at how many people that get into cryptocurrency in general and Bitcoin, because this is a Bitcoin show, that want to try and save $10, $15, on a cheaper version, and then they wonder why all their Bitcoin's been hacked, because hackers have got hold of these, they've opened them up, they played around with them, they put something inside them that once you put all your Bitcoin on there, they hack it and take it off. Don't ask me to break the ins and outs of that down. That's for Rocky Palumbo, not me. But that's the essence of what's going on. So here's message number one. If you're going to use a hardware wallet, use one that is from the legitimate resource like Trezor.io. That is where you buy a Trezor from and not Amazon. Now, I bought a few for me and my family a couple of years ago, and I did get them from a UK reseller that um, Trezor said to me that they are an authorized reseller, but they're not doing them anymore. So my advice is pay the money. I remember my first Trezor was £109. And I think now the Trezor one that I've got is, I don't know, 58 quid or something. And what you've got to consider, people, is this. What you hold in Bitcoin today is not where you should place your Bitcoin security. It is where what you hold in Bitcoin today could be worth 10 years out, 20 years out, because that is what these hackers and spammers know. They know that right now there are many people that are holding Bitcoin and crypto that have got weak hands. They don't really understand where it's going to go. They hope it might make them a bit of money. But some of these sophisticated hackers know full well that if they can get their hands on one Bitcoin, 0.2 of a Bitcoin, 0.5 of a Bitcoin, if they then get that and they do that and they they spin these scam emails out and they give these these scam um, free devices out as they do, um, all of, they know that if they hit the millions and millions with this, a 2% uptake of people that fall for it, well, they're going to make fortunes on the Bitcoin that they steal from those people. And I don't want anyone that graces my show, that gives me, thank you, a bit of love and comes and supports my show to ever have that happen to them like what happened to Pastor Phil two years ago. And if you don't know that story, go to bitcoininterviews.com and check out how Pastor Phil from Ohio lost 14.2 Bitcoin uh, through a hacker. Watch it. There's a couple of interviews I did there with me, uh, Phil, and Rocky Palumbo, who's in the chat right now. And don't let this happen to you. Now, we know that recently Trezor uh, declared that they're going to put a coin join, I believe, or a, I don't think it's a mixer. I believe it's a coin join facility in Trezor. And there was a bit of an uproar about all of that. But it's simple. Trezor is secure. Okay? Just don't upgrade for the... 
for the coin join part of it, just keep it as is like I've done. And it's a lovely little secure hardware wallet with a great interface that regular people can get their head around. Neil O'Connor's in the house. UK Bitcoin Farmer has joined us too. Welcome to you guys. And then, of course, the news right the last couple of days is this one. Now, Ledger, geez, many, many people believe that Ledger is the best, is, was, whatever, the best hardware wallet out there. Now, here's the thing about hardware wallets. And Rocky Palumbo drilled this into me in the early days of him and I teaming up um, and drilled into me that you never, ever, ever make a digital copy of your seed words. You write them down. You write them down and you secure them, you, you store them securely. You make sure that the hardware device and the seed words are never together. You find places where you could put them where maybe if somebody comes to your home, they couldn't find it too easily. And if they found one, maybe they didn't find the other and you've got half a chance of getting online and moving that Bitcoin before the hackers get it. It is about doing all you can to deter them from coming knocking on your door. So the one thing you never, ever, 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 ever do is take a screenshot um, on your phone or copy and paste your seed words on any computer. You write them down and they never touch the internet. So what a ledger go and do recently? They announce that they're doing an upgrade and you've got to upgrade your firmware on ledger for this to kick in, they're doing an upgrade and introducing something called Ledger Recover. What is that? I'm going to talk to you in basic terms. So, Rocky, don't pull me up on this. I'm doing my bit here. Basically, they're putting something onto the Ledger software, whereupon if you were new to all of this and you had some coins and you accidentally did something to misplace them, or you couldn't get back into your ledger because you lost your seed words, they can recover them for you. Sounds wonderful, doesn't it? Until you know that they're going to break those seed words up across three different entities. Two of them they named, one of them they haven't. And all of a sudden, there's a back door for, if it's an attack vector, for somebody to get into the Trezor software and steal your keys and therefore steal your coins. I mean, I've never seen such an outpouring of content creators that I follow doing videos about, geez, this is so bad, Ledger, what have you done? You just killed your business model by doing that. So I can't advise anyone what to use. All I would say is for me, I've been using the Trezor for five years now. It's never failed me. I love the fact that you don't go on, onto an internet page. There's a sweet that you download to your computer, which makes it a lot less um, easy for hackers to get to. Um, there's so many good things about the Trezor. Am I happy with the coin join part of it that seems like they've gone in the wrong direction? No, not particularly. Has it affected me? Has it played on my mind? No, it hasn't. I'm quite happy to keep using my, my uh, Trezor. But here's the thing. I am going to look into Cold Card and um, Blockstream Jade totally open source 
hardware wallets. Um, I'm an OG, I'm a boomer, and you know, I've took this long to get my head around all this and to go and get my head around using something different. It's like, oh, really? But I'm going to because I feel the need to. So what I would say to you all is do what you've got to do, but do not go and get scammed because you watched my show and took no notice of what I was saying. And keep in mind, if you've got a wallet that is on a phone or a computer, that is a hot wallet and it can be hacked. A cold wallet is offline, like my Trezor, and unless I plug it into my computer to do a firmware update, it does not touch the internet. And then, of course, it's got the security feature of the interface where you've got a, the, the, the numbers, random numbers come up on its screen and you've got to tap the, 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 the matching number on a computer so you're never putting a number or a word in. There's so many good features that I like about the ledger, but it's up to you guys what you do. You should certainly look into Blockstream Jade and cold card for a couple. And Rocky would probably say um, Seed Signer is another good one um, as well. Very good, Brian. Let me know when you need any help. Um, you need <laughs> Casso, I hate saying that, my friend, but I need help with everything I do. I might go live and rant for a couple of, you know, two, two episodes a week about Bitcoin, but this stuff does my head in, mate. So Rocky's a great source as well, and it doesn't hurt to have another one. So you never know. You never know, Casso. At some point, I'll get around to it. So I wanted to start the show off with those warnings. You have been warned. And if you've just joined us, uh, Johnny Midas, you need to go back to the very beginning and you need to watch this on Catch Up, John, because what I've just shared with you about these hardware wallets is so blooming important. Okay, so now we're going to take a switch and we're going to come back to some tweets afterwards, but don't say you ain't been warned. Right, okay, as you know, I always run videos from top sources within the Bitcoin community, fund managers, investors, credit default swap people, people that have been in the financial markets for many, many years. And you know that there's a group of them that I'm very supportive of, from Sailor to Lawrence Lepard, through to Preston Pish and Robert Breedlove and Greg Foss and Natalie Brunel. And if you're not subscribed to Lynn Alden's newsletter, you need to subscribe to her newsletter. It's a macro newsletter, but she is so pure Bitcoin, uh, uh, pro-Bitcoin, it's unreal. But someone that i got a lot of respect for who calls them out and tells it as it is and calls for a $2 million Bitcoin, according to his estimations, is Greg Foss. And I'm going to run this short video from uh, Greg Foss. We call him Foss, the boss. I'm the boss today. Look at that. Um, and he makes an awesome case for why Bitcoin and why you do not want to miss the Bitcoin boat. Now, remember, 35 years in the credit default swap market as a Canadian um, trader. Knows his stuff inside out. Without further ado, let's hear from somebody who I've got a lot of respect for. Uh, both my wife and I have met him and his lovely wife uh, in, in Scotland at the conference last year. Um, and he really tells it as it is. Here's Greg. So I will say this. Bitcoin is the best asymmetric trade I've ever seen. You guys know this. I've said this. But perhaps what I haven't laid out is it's my belief that in 35 years, I only saw five 
true asymmetric trades in my career. And the first three. Sorry, um, asymmetric. Look, for those new finding this, I didn't know what the hell that meant. And basically, sim simplified now. It pretty well means this thing's going to the moon, but there's a fraction of a percent chance that something might happen and kill it. Um, but 99.99999% this thing is not stopped, I think is how you sum up an asymmetric bet. If I've got that wrong, somebody put it in the chat and I'll definitely read it out. Let's carry on. I was too smart to actually go into them because, you know, I was scared. Like I just wasn't a good enough risk manager. And, and I, I know that there is there, but I put a little bit, not, not a substantial enough substantial amount into it. I'm talking less than a full percent of a portfolio into it to make it really make a difference. And they weren't uh, extremely asymmetric, but the first three, I, I overthought the process. Hmm. Then the fourth one, I actually put a lot of, my uh, uh, capital into, but I sold before my thesis had totally played out and I made really good returns, but not as much as I should have if I had never been, uh, if I had not lost my conviction and I tried to get too smart by a half. Mm -hmm. Here's where I'm going with this. Bitcoin is the best asymmetric trade of all the previous five ones I've seen. In 30 years, five, you're not going to get these chances often, people, okay? They don't come along like a train, like a bus. You have to be lucky enough to be in a situation to identify these. And most of the population is going to turn around and they're going to say, oh, this Bitcoin thing, they're not they're either not smart enough or they don't have the conviction to stick with it because of volatility. When in fact, it's the other 90% of their portfolio they should be focused on and they should just put Bitcoin there up to 10% of it and not worry about that 10% of your portfolio. That's going to take care of itself. It's the other 90%. Okay, I want to just pause it there for a moment because he's coming from investors that have got a portfolio. Um, there are regular people that maybe like me, you know, most people on this channel know that I am all in Bitcoin. It ain't 10%. It is 99.9%. .9%. Everything is in Bitcoin um, for us. And I'm willing to take that risk, okay, that asymmetric upside risk. And if you think of these asymmetric risks, I said this on the previous show, and that is that volatility is the price you pay for first mover advantage and potential monumental gains. And we are so early to all of this. Anyone finding Bitcoin today could still enjoy monumental gains, even if they're a boomer like me. So he's coming from, you know, when you look at investors out there, Wall Street, etc., they all say, you know, two to 5% allocation. And then in Google or Tesla or whatever it might be, regular people, people that are down the Bitcoin rabbit hole <clears throat> that have done their research and have done their proof of work, know, they just know that there ain't anything stopping this. And that day of the Bitcoin conference that I've been watching today from Miami, the industry day, has been so profound and so powerful for me that if I didn't know then, I know now. And then you understand Bitcoin and you understand that that is the base settlement layer 
of money for the future and the Lightning Network, which is gathering mental momentum. And even Michael Saylor's in down the Lightning rabbit hole now with MicroStrategy. That is going to be the payment rails. And right now, you know, can send billions across continents for ten dollars it's ridiculous which you can't do with mastercard visa venmo and everything else so just bear in mind what he's saying here um personally i mean he's just playing it safe he's already made his money okay he's a very wealthy guy okay but somebody putting five percent of like a working class person you know from working from home and living paycheck to paycheck you're going to need to gather a little bit of momentum if you want monumental gains but the gains can still be dramatic on a percentage basis if you start investing. And I'm not saying you should start investing. I can't give any financial advice. We go on. Best asymmetric trade I've ever seen. And you get talked out of it by fudsters and volatility and all the things that markets make you do. I'm trying to say it is an investment opportunity that has a 20-year time frame. And please, I just don't care to watch your technical analysis. And I love tone base. Like, you know, he's invited me to, uh, uh, unconfiscatable to speak this year. And I still hope he does after I say this <laughs> TA is for losers when it comes to Bitcoin. Okay. You're, you're overthinking things. Okay. When I say TA, that means technical analysis. Um, and tone has got a following of people who follow him. That doesn't mean that, he doesn't bring value to the table, but I'm trying to lower your time preference, extend your investment horizon, because this is an opportunity that you are not allowed to overlook based on someone who's only seen five of these not even as good asymmetric opportunities in their entire career. I hope that's clear. Okay, so there you go. If you're not following Greg Foss's work, you really, really want to because he's a good guy to follow. But here's the thing. You know, we, he talks of 20 years, but on, on a returns basis, you know, I bought my first Bitcoins at 2,000 a coin. And what are we at? 27,000. If you call it 28, I'm not good at maths. That, that would be a nearly a 14x, even with Bitcoin in the bear market that it's been in right now. And if that played, and that's six years, and if that played out again from now, today, six years from now, and you invested into half a Bitcoin, point one of a Bitcoin, whatever it might be for you, is that a good return? If not, tell me where else you can put your money that could maybe potentially 10, 12, 14, 20x its value over five or six years. And that's the way I look at this. It is not a get in today and get rich tomorrow. That's for traders. Traders lose money. Most traders get wrecked. If you are not an insider trader, you, they will make all the money and you will get wrecked and you'll probably end up losing, breaking even or getting nowhere fast. You run to stand still. And yet, if you look at all the figures, it shows that if you've invested in Bitcoin over the last, last six years or you're a trader for the last six years, well, Bitcoin wins hands down way out there in the stratosphere. And you know what? I sleep soundly in my bed. I don't have to keep watching my computer to see if, you know, a, a a buy orders in, a call orders in, or whatever it all is. I don't fully understand it all. I can just get up, wake up in the morning, see what's happened to the price, get on with my day again. I keep an eye on the price because I run a channel. Beyond that, it doesn't bother me because I know that over time the thing's going up. So 
if I 14x my money and we're at the bottom of the bear market and we're turning the corner and we're going into the next Bitcoin halving and the bull market, what do you think might happen to the value of my investments by holding them for another six years? And that's the point that I try to get over on every show. That's the point that Greg Foss is talking about here. Don't come into Bitcoin and try and trade it. You will get wrecked. Six years has told me that when all the traders are saying one thing is going to happen, Bitcoin is so contrarian, it goes and does quite the opposite. So you just want buy and hold. They say, oh, well, I sell out when it's high and then I'll wait for it to crash and buy back in low. And then what happens is they thought it hit the high. They sell out. It dips a little bit and then it does a U-turn, goes off to the races and they're out of a position. I'm just saying no financial advice. Don't do it, people. Just learn how to buy Get it offline onto a hardware device that you can trust. Learn about the asset that you own and what makes it unique in the world of all those crap currencies that are out there that are intrinsically going to zero because you should learn about what you've got investment in. And then just enjoy your life, people. That is way better than trying to sit up all night watching frigging charts. So anyway, that's my rant over. Let's go back over to the desktop. If you don't believe me, Believe Paul Tudor Jones, for goodness sake, one of the greatest financial investors of all time. Just in, legendary investor Paul Tudor Jones. Bitcoin is the only thing that humans can't adjust the supply of. I'm sticking with it. This was an interview I saw on one of the CNBC, whatever it was, or Fox or whatever. He said, no, nah, I'm sticking with it. He said, it might be volatile, but I'm sticking with my Bitcoin holdings. So don't listen to me, but do listen to a billionaire investor like Paul Tudor Jones. But here's another one where you should keep your feet on the ground. And I've always said this. This is from Luke Broyles. Given the banking instability of the last few months, I think everyone should be prepared for a liquidity crunch and a sub 20K Bitcoin. So what does that mean? We should prepare that we may see a Bitcoin momentarily drop under 20. But all of a sudden, there's an incredible buying opportunity, a way to get more sats cheaply, and then it's off to the races. If it goes down, it won't be down there long, is what I'm saying. Whilst also assuming it won't ever go below 25K again and may go up to over 40K in a short order before new, new highs in the following years. Here's the thing. The reason nothing freaks us out, my wife and I, is because we've been in it six years. We've lived through every bit of volatility you can imagine. We lived through buying it at 2K, watching it go to 20, watching it crash back to three and a half, watching it stay at three and a half for over a year and then start to gradually creep up again. Then living through this bear market that's been, according to a lot of Bitcoin OGs out there, really, really difficult to live through. I'm telling you, as God is my witness, I have not found this bear market difficult to live through at all because I came to understand the four-year cycle and this thing happens cyclical every time Bitcoin will retake its all-time high. It might be mid-24 and then it will maybe double, treble, quadruple. No one knows. Give it time. It will go off on a crazy parabolic run yet again. And then it's up to you if you try and get near the top, cream some off, enjoy your life a bit, 
then let it crash back down, hold it through the bear again. Depends on you, your age. I'm, you know, in my mid-60s, so I haven't got a massive amount of time for it to keep doing that. So, you know, we're all on our own uh, strategy here, and you've got to find out what strategy is right for you. The Bitcoin Mindset said... People are celebrating getting 4.1% interest in their Apple savings account. Sorry. The real rate of inflation is minimum 10% in the US and flipping higher here in the UK. Congrats on losing 6% of your purchasing power every year. Most people don't think to these depths. And when you say to them, you're losing purchasing power, including my own family, they go, Oh, what's he going on about now? They never understand that put a hundred quid and buy something today, like if I talk of a lady, Elaine, pair of shoes, right? Hold that hundred quid for 10 years and see if it will get you that pair of shoes in 10 years' time. It won't even get you the heels rehealed. That's inflation. Eating away and stealing your money without you even realizing it's taking place. And those of us that wake up to this understand, as Sailor said recently, that since the pandemic, sorry, pandemic, sorry, I had a slip of my tongue there. Since that all started, on average, the last three years, Bitcoin has gone up 50% a year. Now, we've done 200% a year. In some years, we've done way more than that. But on average, since Bitcoin came into existence, it's been over 100% compounding growth. No, compounding growth. I've got to take that back. That's wrong words. I don't understand them fancy words, so don't say them. It is, you know, doubling your money, if you will, yearly. Think about that one then. What other asset out there can give you that where you can also sleep soundly in your bed without worrying about looking what's going on with the charts? Jeff Booth, what a humble guy. Met him in person as well in Scotland. A super individual. If you have not read his book, uh, MW, if you're still in the chat, you really want to read his book, The Price of Tomorrow. Fascinating book, it really is. He says, it's not Bitcoin I worry about. It's the many in society that don't understand why it's so important yet. A transition to a truthful, hopeful and abundant future is underway, but can only be measured from the new system which is Bitcoin. If you keep trying to measure Bitcoin from the old system, you're doing it all wrong because the purchasing power of all the Bitcoin you hold is going up exponentially each year and the purchasing power of your pound stroke dollar is going the other way. And you've got to get this. If you don't, you're going to die poor. Coinbase, Coindesk, I'm sorry. Individual wallets holding at least one Bitcoin set a milestone figure earlier this week, suggesting long-term sentiment for Bitcoin remains intact even as broader markets weigh prices down. Uh, weigh down prices, I should say. The wallets, if you look at the wallets that are being spun up, if you look at the whales that are accumulating and holding Bitcoin. If you look at the people, the shrimps, those, those with under one Bitcoin, astronomical growth. And the shrimps are regular people like us that are learning about this and realizing they need to get off Bitcoin zero and they need to set up a DCA dollar cost averaging strategy, whatever they can afford daily, weekly, monthly, whatever it is. I mean, crikey, I've got a good friend of mine that joins the chat sometimes um, from um, Arizona 
who's stacking daily. It's really exciting when they drop me a DM saying, I'm a whole coiner. Then they do another DM saying, I'm halfway to the next coin. It's like, get in there. I love it. And I love stories like that. So those wallets are going through the roof. They really are. Vandalay BTC Industries tweeted, the Dutch central bank today revealed it spent months executing an operation to move 15 billion, including 200 kilogram of bars and coins, requiring police and military support. How much did all that cost? This would have been 10 minutes plus $3.02 on a Bitcoin standard. Hashtag government non-efficiency, so to speak. The point is, and Rocky, correct me if I'm wrong, but somebody moved one and a half billion dollars of Bitcoin last year, and it was about $8 to move it, something like that. And even if it took an hour for those six confirmations to confirm it had moved, isn't that better than everything you're seeing here with these armored cars and all these people? How much money is all of that costing? How much pollution is all of that giving to the world? And yet Bitcoin mining gives us zero CO2. Don't you just love it? And the deeper you get down the rabbit hole, the more you understand this. And Rocky Palumbo, I'm going to say it back to you, son. Get in there, Bitcoin. Dan Held, advice for noobs. Don't trust. Verify. Never trust anyone or anything. Verify it at all times. Not your keys, not your coins. We're back to the top of the show. You can buy part of a Bitcoin, which most noobs don't know. They think they've got to buy a whole whole one. Hoddle, hoddle. Hold on for dear life, that is. Bitcoin is volatile. Yep, certainly is. No one knows where the price will go. I said that a few minutes ago, did I not? Use a metal backup for your seed if you can. You can get these backups where you hammer the words into a, a metal plate that is fire resistant, water resistant, etc. But I always say, only go as technical as you can with your security so that you don't do it too technical and then you lose your coins that way. For example, you know, um, I'm terrible at losing my car keys. I'm terrible at going to the fridge and saying, well, I can't see the cheese and it's staring me right in front of me. It's just a man thing and women don't seem to get it. The point is, do not overcomplicate your security. I won't say what I was about to say because of my OPSEC, but, you know, think about this. But you can get these metal backup seeds where you hammer your seed phrase into them. Never, here we are to pull the show together, never type your seed, your 12 or 24 words, into a computer, a phone, take a photograph, please, a screenshot. Don't do it. It's a digital copy. And I'm telling you, you are setting yourself up to lose all of your Bitcoin. You really are. Quotes. I love them. Here's a great one. Be a free thinker and don't accept everything you hear as truth. Hey, MW, we're on with the same wavelength on that one, son, aren't we? Be critical and evaluate what you believe in. Don't trust, verify. People, if anyone that is a regular on this show gets hacked from a hardware wallet and loses their coins, there's a saying we use in the UK, and my old dad, God rest his soul, used to say all the time, don't come crying to me over spilled milk. You've heard it from me. You've heard about what's going on with these wallets. Never click on a link in an email. 
from a hardware wallet manufacturer, um, any wallet that you, any, any, um, any um, exchange you're connected with, always go directly to that exchange's website. The amount of scam emails I'm getting from Coinbase, sorry, Coinbase, Coinbase is unreal. And you click on the, the, their email address and it's a load of gobbledygook and you simply know it's a scam. Same with Trezor. Never, ever, 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 ever click on a link. God, I can't, sp- sorry, God, Lord, I cannot spew that out any more passionately and any stronger than that. You've got to learn to self-custody what your Bitcoin is going to be worth a decade from now. So get yourself a decent hardware wallet. Cold card is a good one. Blockstream Jade, I'm told, is a good one. Rocky, I know you're a big fan of Seed Signer. Check these out. People, you can find tons of tutorials on YouTube about these things. The best one to, that does tutorials on all of these is BTC Sessions, Ben in Canada. He's done tutorials on everything, whether it's Exodus Wallet, whether it is... Um, uh, the other one that I use, Rocky, oh, it's gone out of my head now. What's it called? He's done tutorials on everything. Check out BTC Sessions. You won't go far wrong. And when we're finished, if you're new to all of this, I would encourage you to go in and watch a little bit of that Bitcoin conference. Uh, you can go on YouTube and put in the search bar um, Bitcoin Magazine and it will come up Bitcoin Magazine Live. Watch some. The real conference kicks off tomorrow. I'm going to be watching it. I hope you are too. You learn so much from these conferences and eventually I will be over there one day. That's it, peeps. Um, Thanks for watching. For those of you in the 21 Million Club, our private Zoom meetup, um, we hold once a month. And by the way, if anyone wants to join us on a Zoom call once a month um, where we talk Bitcoin, get to know each other, ask questions. The great Rocky Palumbo is always in the 21 Million Club, and he's a great source of helping you with stuff that he normally charges a fee for. Um, You've got to be a supporter of the show. If you're on Twitter, you've got to support me there and retweet me and then be a Bitcoin only. And if you are and you want to become part of the 21 Million Club, reach out to me. Um, There are many ways to reach out to me. You can DM me on Twitter, that's for sure. Uh, UK Bitcoin Master on Twitter. Follow me there. Um, yeah, we have, we've been doing the 21 million club for about 18 months now. We've got a core nucleus of hardened Bitcoiners that go on there every month or so. Uh, we got the next one coming up on the 3rd of June. So come and join us for that. You guys that are, um, already in the 21 million club. And if you want to know if you can be part of it, reach out to me. It's simple. Just a zoom call once a month where we have a drink. We chew the fat about Bitcoin and you can learn loads. That's it, peeps. Have a great morning, afternoon, evening. Hope you enjoy some of the rally, that some of the conferences I'm going to do. Um, have a great weekend, whatever you're doing. Sleep well, enjoy your family, stack your Bitcoin, get your right hardware wallet. Don't be scammed by anyone. I'm always here for help and advice. I'll catch you all on Monday. Social media links coming up as always. But please, can I ask you all to go back into the show after it's ended and leave me a comment. It helps screw up YouTube's algorithm. It helps this video and my channel stay current for longer when people are Googling Bitcoin. So that's how you can help me. I'll leave you with my social media links. Thanks as always for your support. I'm Brian, the UK Bitcoin master. This is your alternative BBC, the bullshit, the bullish Bitcoin channel. I'm out of here. Catch you all on Monday.